0: Shalom, this is Rabbi Ben Newman. Today is day 675 of my daily Zohar reading. I'll be reading today part two of Zohar, page 126a, but only unfortunately in English as I'm on a road trip from Colorado to New York and uh, don't really have time to edit the Aramaic to match uh, Professor Daniel Matt's Aramaic. Um, So I'm just going to read today from Professor Matt's translation, Zohar Prutsker edition, volume 5, page 179. Starting about a sentence and a half into page 126a. And he put it, Ba'aganot in basins, Exodus 24-6, spelled deficiently, But Aganot, as is written, your navel is Agan, the basin of the moon. May it never lack blended wine. Song of Songs seven three. Footnote one eleven. The deficient spelling without a vav suggests a singular sense of the noun a basin, which alludes to Shlina, symbolized by the moon, and alluded to in Song of Songs by the phrase Agan, the basin of the moon. Moses took blood from the basin of Shechinah and dashed it on the people, linking them with her. Back to the text Moses alone shall come near Yudhevabheh. Exodus 24 2. Happy is the share of Moses, for he alone attained what no other human attained. Israel now attained what they had not attained until that moment. At that moment, they were established in supernal, holy existence. At that moment, they became worthy of having the sanctuary in their midst, as is written, Have them make me a sanctuary, and I will dwell among them. Exodus 25, eight. Footnote 112 the verse concludes, but they shall not come near, and the people shall not go up with him. The pronoun they refers to Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, and the seventy elders mentioned in the preceding verse. Moses alone ascends to the mountaintop to encounter He, and these others go partly up, while the people stay at the foot of the mountain. Back to the text they saw the god of israel and beneath his feet was like a fashioning of sapphire pavement exodus twenty-four ten. rabbi yehuda opened this stature of yours resembles a palm song of songs 7 8 how beloved is the assembly of israel Before the Blessed Holy One never parting from him, like a palm tree, where male never separates from female, one not rising without the other, so assembly of Israel does not part from the Blessed Holy One. Footnote 114. Palm trees are daecious. Male and female flowers grow on separate trees. Male flowers produce pollen, while female flowers develop into fruit as early as 2300 BCE. Mesopotamian farmers had learned to hang a male flower in a female tree to enhance pollination. Here, Rabbi Yehuda's point is that Shekhinah, known as the Assembly of Israel, is called Palm because she and her male partner, the Blessed Holy One, are interdependent and inseparable, becoming fruitful only by joining together. back to the text come and see when Nadab and Abihu saw along with the seventy elders what is written of them they saw the God of Israel for Shchina manifested herself to them Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Rabbi Yossi Et precisely and this is from afar Exodus 24 1 Et including what is within her Footnote one sixteen. The first reads, "They saw et the God of Israel." Grammatically, the word et is unusu- is usually an accusative particle and no with no clear independent sense. However. Already in rabbinic times, Nachum of Gimzu and his disciple Rabbi Akiva taught that the presence of et in a biblical verse amplifies the apparent meaning. Here, as often in the Zohar, et alludes to Shchina, who comprises who comprises the totality of divine speech, the entire alphabet from Aleph to Tav. In this verse, according to Rabbi Yehuda, the word et indicates that they saw Shchina. He equates this name of Shchina with from afar, which also alludes to her. As explained above, note 108, since et often amplifies the meaning of a verse, Rabbi Yehuda adds that here it includes what is within her, namely the higher svilot reflected in Shechina. Back to the text. Rabbi Yitzchak said But look at what is written She is ha The living being That I saw beneath The God of Israel By the river Kvar Ezekiel 1020 Who is this Chaya? For 117 If the phrase The God of Israel Refers to Shechina There is a problem With this verse In Ezekiel Since Shechina Can also be referred to As ha The living being Now can the pro- Now how can the prophet write? She is Hachaya, the living being that I saw beneath the God of Israel. Who is this Hachaya? Who is this Chaya? Back to the text, Rabbi Yoshi replied in the name of Rabbi Chia, the small Chaya. Now, is there a small Chaya? Yes, a small Chaya, a supreme Chaya, and an extremely small Chaya. They saw Et, the God of Israel, precisely as we have said. For note 118, the Shekhinah is the supreme Chaya, while the small Chaya and the the extremely small Chaya are angelic powers beneath her. Thus, the verse in Exodus refers to Shekhinah as the God of Israel, while Ezekiel refers to the small Chaya beneath her. Back to the text, yet again, the nobles of the children of Israel, Exodus 24.11, Nadab and Abihu, he did not send forth his hand, Exodus 24.11, deferring their judgment till later, and they were not punished here. twenty. The context, Exodus twenty four, ten to eleven reads, They saw the God of Israel, and beneath his feet was like a fashioning of sapphire pavement, and like the essence of heaven for purity, yet against the nobles of the children of Israel he did not send forth his hand. They beheld God and they ate and drank. In both verses the pronoun they refers to Moses, Aaron, Adab, Abihu, and the seventy elders. Mentioned in the preceding verse, but here, following the Midrashic tradition, the Zohar focuses on Nadab and Abihu, Aaron's two eldest sons. Although they dared to gaze upon God, they were not punished here, but rather later they were brought forward. They brought forward alien fire before Vaveh, Leviticus ten one through three. See Pesikta the Rav Kahana twenty six nine discussing the arrogance of Nadab and Abihu. Yet against the nobles of the children of Israel, he did not send forth his hand. Rabbi Pinchas said. From here it may be inferred that they deserve to have a hand sent forth against them. Rabbi Hoshayah said, they Did Did they take loaves up with them to Sinai, that it is written, They beheld God, and they ate and drank? Rather, this teaches that they feasted their eyes on Shekhinah, like a person looking at his friend while eating and drinking. Rabbi Yochanan said, Actual eating, as is written, in the light of the king's face, is life. Proverbs 16.15 Rabbi Khuma said this teaches that they acted brazenly standing up and feasting their eyes on Shekhinah at Mount Sinai, they, namely, Ednadab and Abihu, received their death sentence. This may be compared to a king who is marrying off his daughter. When something blameworthy was discovered among the representatives of the groom's family, the king said, If I slay them now, I will confound my daughter's joy. Later, my own joyous celebration will arrive, and it is better to punish them during my own joy and not during my daughter's joy. Similarly, the Blessed Holy One said, If I slay Ad-Nadab and Abihu now, I will confound the joy of Torah. Later, in my own joyous celebration, the erection of the tabernacle will arrive. It is better to punish them during my own joy and not during the joy of Torah. Back to the text. Rabbi Yossi said, This statement is in praise of them, as is written, And they ate and drank, feasting their eyes on its radiance. For 121, the simple sense of they ate and drank is that the nobles held a communion feast, including the covenant. However, according to the Midrashic view of Rabbi Hoshaya. Quoted in the preceding note, this teaches that they feasted their eyes on Shekhinah. This interpretation implies that Nadab and Abihu acted presumptuously. But here, Rabbi Yossi insists that the Torah is praising them for feasting their eyes on the divine radiance. Back to the text. Rabbi Yehuda said, they actually ate, nourishing themselves. Here they became worthy above. If only they had not later perverted their ways, as we have established Rabbi Elazar said, At that time, even Israel became worthy, and Shekhinah was bound to them. This covenant and Torah all happened at once, and Israel never saw a moment like that ever again. In the time to come, the Blessed Holy One will reveal himself to his children, and all will see his glory eye to eye, as it is written, for eye to eye they will see as Yudhei returns to Zion. Isaiah 52 8, and similarly, the glory of Yudhevav will be revealed, and all flesh will see together. Isaiah 45. That's it for today's reading. Take care.